Hello gorgeous and welcome to this episode of Gala Loves Everything. We are going to jump right into it today. This episode was inspired by a couple of conversations I had with some students of mine. They are graduates of the Gala Darling Method, which is my tapping certification program. And we were doing little one-to-ones where they were able to come to me with whatever questions they had about living their life, running their business, etc. And two of them, in fact, three of them came to me with essentially the same question. And I thought, you know what, this is something that is so timely, especially right now. I'm recording this in December. Everybody is thinking about the new year and what needs to be done and how to optimize 2024. And this is just a very timely concept. So the first question was, how the hell do I manage my time? I've got so much to do. I feel completely overwhelmed. I have a business. I'm trying to run it. I'm also trying to be a human in the world. I have relationships. How do I make all of this happen? And this is what I told her. And this has always worked really well for me. And this is an amazing thing to do in December before January, get a jump on it. You don't have to wait till January 1st to change your life. The best people have already started. So what I would say is that you grab a piece of paper, you do this on paper and you make a big list of absolutely everything that you need to do. So in this woman's case, one of those things was finding a shop front and That goes in line with answering emails, booking clients, updating social media, all those things, like literally write down everything. And I say get really nitty gritty. I started writing my list about this last week and it includes things like get my teeth cleaned, book a mammogram, etc. Like every small thing that I could think of that was on my list of stuff that needs to get done, whether personal or professional, it all went on the list. And then next to each item, once you feel like you've kind of completed the list, and by the way, this list will never be over, just disavow yourself of that notion right now. But next to every single item that needs to be done, write down an approximation of how long you think that item will take you to do. For example, getting your teeth cleaned will be like an hour, but getting yourself a shop front might be a three month, might even be a six month process. And so when you think about, okay, if this is going to take me a minimum of three months to, you know, find the right space, to sign the lease, to negotiate it, to fit it out, etc. If it's going to take you a minimum of three months, count yourself three months from now, in her case, it would be February and ask yourself if this isn't like almost ready to go in February, is that going to be catastrophic for me? How many other problems am I going to have if that's not ready in time? And ask yourself with all of these things on this list, number one, how long is it going to take me? And number two, is it going to be catastrophic to push it one month, six months, 12 months? You know, some of these things do not have to be done immediately. For me, for example, getting my teeth cleaned, like, yeah, I'd like to get it done in the first three months of the new year, but it doesn't have to be done tomorrow. Like it's not chronic, right? So figure out where it sits in the soup of your year. Can it kind of happen in the middle? Can you get started then? Or is it really something that you need to get a jump on now? And then you prioritize. You get super clear about what has to start now. 
The next thing that I recommended her to do is to eat that frog. And what that means is that every day you have your list of things to do. And ideally you write this list the night before so that your subconscious mind is working on these problems while you're sleeping. It's a secret life hack, but that every morning when you wake up and you look at that list again, you start with the ugliest, gnarliest, hairiest thing that you really don't want to do. Because I guarantee you that those things that you do not want to do are actually the things that are going to move the needle in your life. If starting to write your book is, has been on your list for six months, 12 months, three years, you know, that book's not going to get written until you start it. And if you start it now, then you have a chance at it actually being done. And when you start with the most challenging thing and you get it done, and often the most challenging thing on our list actually doesn't take us that long, right? It's just that we've been procrastinating on it for six months. So it seems in our head like this insurmountable mountain, but it's not at all. And if you can get that thing done first thing in the morning, then the rest of the day is gravy. But the problem is that most of us start with the easiest thing. We cherry pick the simple tasks like I'm going to post on social media. I'm going to respond to my emails. I'm going to respond to my texts. But actually, what's the most challenging thing on your list? If you can start there with that thing, your life will completely change and transform. But just don't busy yourself with things that actually don't matter. Like if you don't post on social media today, it probably doesn't make any difference. If you don't respond to that email for a few days, it probably doesn't make a difference. But there are certainly things in your life that need to be done today. My next student had a problem with overworking. And she said, how do I create boundaries in my life and stop the pattern of overworking that I've had for so long? So if you have a pattern of overworking, or look, if you have a pattern of anything, you have to realize that there's a reason why you keep doing that thing. There is a reward center in your brain that is being activated by you doing that thing. And even though this habit might be painful, expensive, it might be causing problems in your life, there is something about that habit that is rewarding enough that you keep going back to it. So in order to break a pattern, in order to change a habit that you just cannot seem to shake, you need to ask yourself, how is this pattern serving me? What is it giving me? What are the gifts in this thing that I say I don't like? And I tossed out a few examples of what those could be. And one of the examples I gave was one of the perks of overworking is that you don't have any time for your feelings. You don't have room for emotions. They're, they just play second fiddle forever because you just have things to do. So you shunt them to the side and you just keep working. And hilariously, when I said that, she was like, yes, that's exactly it. That is why I overwork. It means I don't have to think about how I'm really feeling. And so when something like this comes up, you then realize, okay, I have some stories around the idea of feeling my emotions. I have made that mean something to me that is not positive. 
that is even potentially counterproductive. And so the work then is to change the way you feel about feeling your feelings. It is to change the story of what feelings mean to you. So if you have a belief that allowing yourself to feel all of these things is going to make you unproductive or feeling these feelings means you're going to be out of control of your life or feeling these feelings means you're not going to be able to focus. Of course, if that's the story that you have, you're going to continue avoiding them. But it's time to then tell yourself a new story. And the great news is that as a tapping practitioner, she has the tools to rewire that. She has the tools to change the way she feels about feelings. And what I said to her is that the cost of not allowing yourself to feel your emotions, and I can say this with authority because for many, many, many years, I was not allowing myself to feel my feelings either. I was just fucking grinding, honey, grinding. And the cost of not feeling your emotions is that you are flying blindly through your life. You're not aware of what's working and what isn't because you're not allowing yourself to sit with the discomfort, the pain, the panic, whatever of what's coming up for you. And in fact, you don't even really know what you enjoy. You have no idea. And then what happens when you're doing this, when you're flying blindly through your life, is you wake up one day and you realize you've busted your ass to have a life that doesn't feel good. It feels empty. There's no satisfaction. There's no fulfillment. You may have achieved tons of things, but it doesn't feel like anything. And so the solution to this, the solution to being able to feel your feelings is you have to create space to do it. Because if it's been a habit that you just are simply not interested, you are not going there, you need to then create an intentional time in your day that you do this. Create a space for self-assessment. Create a little slot in your morning, maybe while you're drinking your coffee, that you do some morning pages. You just write down whatever is in your head. You just let it come out onto the page and you don't write it as if someone else is going to read it. You're not editing. You are not trying to write a New York Times bestseller. This journal is for just mind garbage. But getting that stuff down on paper is actually going to help you ascertain how you really feel about your life. I'm just going to reiterate, you are not writing this to impress anybody else. No one else will ever see this. Write it as if you're going to burn it when you're done. And in fact, if you want to burn it when you're done, you can. But write it in a real, unflinchingly honest, raw manner. Because that's when you're going to get the truth. And once you're doing these morning pages, it gives you an amazing jumping off point for your morning tapping practice. It gives you so much material to work through. So many things that you then have the ability to shift, to rewire, to reprogram. But unless you know how you're feeling, unless you're giving yourself the space to really appraise these things, you will be completely blind. And like I said, you end up in that life that just doesn't feel good. And as you know, feeling good is your job. 
So in order to feel good, you have to actually allow yourself to feel everything. You have to allow yourself to feel shitty. You have to allow yourself to feel disappointed or anxious or overwhelmed because feeling those things gives you so much clarity. It helps you create a path. The contrast of feeling bad allows you to understand what you don't want to do in the future. And then you can avoid those things. And then the other part of that question that she had was, how do I set boundaries? And I wasn't surprised when she said, you know, I don't even know what my needs are. Like, I don't know what my boundaries are. I literally have no idea. And of course she doesn't because she hasn't created any space to feel those emotions. So the best way to figure this out, if you just like her or I have been in a space of ignoring your emotions is to start just asking yourself, just ask yourself every day, what's pissing me off? (laughs) What makes me mad? What can I not stand? What is ruining my life today? And once you start filling out the page with some answers to that, it will become extremely clear. And it's really simple. Those things that are making you mad, those are your boundaries. And probably the need that you have is the opposite of that. So it might be that your partner calling you five times a day during the workday when you're trying to focus is pissing you off. So that's your boundary. And your need is, I need to be left alone from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. Please don't call me unless it's an emergency because that is when I do my deep work. And when we have these realizations that these are our boundaries, these are our needs, then we need to take an action around it, right? It's not enough just to know that these are the things that piss us off. We then need to start having the conversations with the people in our lives that are pushing up against these boundaries, that are unknowingly bothering us with their sweet, cute, thoughtless behavior. So the solution to setting these boundaries is to start having those uncomfortable conversations. And if you've never really done that before, I find it's so much easier personally to write myself a script, write myself some notes about what it is that I want to say. Sometimes I will even send it as a text message or an email because then the person receiving it gets the ability to reread it and reinterpret it and ask questions if they're not sure. It gives someone the ability to review it in their own time. You're not catching them off guard. They're not then faced with you and they're trying to control their emotions or expression. They can really process it and deal with it in their own timing. But when I have these conversations, and especially if it's a conversation in person or over the phone, I'll often make myself a set of bullet points to work through. And it's not so that I can railroad the person I'm talking to. It's just so that when they start explaining their point of view, or maybe they're arguing, maybe they're defensive, whatever, it's just so that I don't lose track of how I feel and how I think and what I want to communicate. It doesn't mean that I'm ignoring what they say. Of course, I'm listening to what they say and I'm taking that in, but it just means I'm not losing my central place of focus. So right now I am completely obsessed with the idea of setting up my new year for total success and power and joy and passion. 
I've really been diving into what do I want my year to look like? How am I going to set that up? What do I need to change in my daily schedule, my current routine that's clearly not working? And what do I need to bring in and change and shift? And what does my future self look like? And how am I going to evolve that for the new year? And all of those questions. And I have to admit to you that this is one of my favorite things to think about. The idea of setting up for the new year, it's literally like my Super Bowl. I love it so much. I'm a professional at this. This is like my zone. It's my place of genius. I absolutely love it. And as I was thinking about all these things I was putting together, all these questions I was asking myself, all these visualizations I was doing, I realized that I should be teaching this to you because this is just where I shine and I love it. I fucking love it. I absolutely am obsessed. And so what I've ended up doing is creating a free workshop. It's happening this Sunday, which is Sunday the 10th of December at 1 p.m. Pacific time. And it's completely free. It'll probably be a couple of hours long because I have a lot to say. I have a lot that I want to take you through. I have so many ideas for how you can make this such a powerful year and really go into it feeling good and enthusiastic. And Let's be real, 2023 has been a wild year for a lot of us. In fact, I think it's been wilder than COVID for so many people. This has just been such a strange little time. And so I've created this free workshop and I'd love for you to be there. And all you have to do is show up with like your journal and a pen and some water. We're going to do some amazing tapping together. I'm going to lead you through some visualizations of your future self. We're going to talk about what are the things you really want to create in the new year and how are you going to do that? I'm going to teach you the tools I'm using. I'm going to show you the new techniques I've discovered and you're just going to walk out of this workshop feeling so deeply inspired and ready to take action. And you're going to be like, January 1st, who? I am starting right now. And there's nothing better than capitalizing on that enthusiasm and that momentum. So all you need to do to join us is go to bit.ly slash fab future self, no spaces, and just put your name and address in. We will immediately send you the Zoom link. And then if you're not able to join us live at 1 p.m. on Sunday, you'll be sent the replay immediately. And I'm I'm so proud of this workshop. Like it's so great and it's so much fun to teach this because like I said, my specialty is in exploding the vision. Like how much bigger can we make this? And as a Sagittarius stellium, honey, like this is just where I shine. We just go big, we go hard, we make it fun, we make it joyful. And that's what I want to bring to your life too. So if you've been feeling uninspired, if you've been feeling like you're dragging around your baggage from 2023, if you're in a space where you feel a little unmotivated or not sure what you want to do with the next year, this is the place to be. It's going to be so much fun. You're going to meet some awesome people and I'm going to lead you through some really powerful exercises that are truly going to set you up 
just to have the most incredible year ever. So make sure you put your name down. It's bit.ly slash fabfutureself. And if you're listening to this way after the fact, still go to that link, put your info in. You'll still be sent the replay. You can watch it whenever you want, whenever it serves you. And I hope that you'll join us. Like I'm raring to go. I'm like, it's Thursday. I want to do this immediately. Let's fucking go. Um, We're going to have a blast. So I really hope to see you there. And I hope that what I've spoken about today about time management and setting boundaries and breaking habits and patterns has sparked something in your mind that will help you to create this beautiful life that you know is yours. It is so within your reach. It is possible for every single person listening to this to completely shift their life and their paradigm. You are so powerful. You are so beautiful. You are so capable of creating whatever you want. And I can't wait to see what you do next. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. And I love you so much.